a No Direction Network production. Brought to you by Roll20.net. Played on the Roll20 virtual tabletop using their officially licensed War for the Crown Adventure Path digital conversion. This is Adventurous. They had arrived at the Tanager Jubilee, the annual Founders Day celebration in the county of Marat. They are being hosted by Count Bartleby Lothied, a noble who supported Emperor Stavian and now supports Maxilar Pyrathius for Emperor and has been squatting in the Stavian family lands. Your patron, the Princess Eutropia, would like to reclaim her family lands as a foundation for her own bid for the throne. Your task is to mingle among the nobles as you pretend to be heirs to the long-lost Vetany family line and take control of the Vetany estate here in the county of Marat. And for now, you just have to make a splash with these local social circles. We had stopped after the, the last social round. We've got two more going on. As you were mingling about a, a gesture dressed in purple with a little feathered collar and sort of a bird-themed mask <laughs> comes up to you as you're regrouping after your first round of introductions and she's like, Are you the Bethany's? Why, 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 yes, indeed, indeed. We, we are the Bethany's, and this is, this is, of course, the, 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 the Lady Lauren Bethany here, and I am Bethany. Uh, sorry, Lily Bethany. Sorry. It's Bethany. There's Bethany. no H. <laughs> well, I'm the Purple Finch, and it's my job to show you around all weekend and make sure you know the schedule. Well, that sounds nice. <gasps> well, well, what schedule? Oh, the schedule of events all weekend. <laughs> We've got a fun-filled evening of jousts and feasts and games tonight. And tomorrow, we have the dance. I see, I see. I wasn't expecting to have a personally assigned fool to us. Uh, thank you very much for, for the, uh, the accommodation. I've already seen all your luggage to your cottage. So, ask me if you need anything. <laughs> are, are, you ha- are you happy? <laughs> I'm, I'm excruciatingly happy. Oh. No, we got a clippy. So, are you telling us the schedule, or was that brief overview all we're getting? Well, of course, we'll we'll be having the or the joust will be beginning in just half an hour. So, by all means, enjoy the refreshments, and if you don't want to uh, attend the joust, we'll be having an evening, or we'll be having a truco match <laughs> just beside the field. What kind of match? Truco being a sort of uh, precursor to croquet. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna elbow Karak and whisper into his ear, yeah. like, "Hey, do you trust this jester? <laughs> like, you remember the last jester, right?" I who do you, remember. Who do you think hired the purple fool? We can ask her and see what she says. 
Um, hey, Purple Finch. Hey, what can I do for you? Just, just curious. Um, are you just here to help uh, the Batanese? Or are you here for, for everyone? Or what's the situation here? Oh, the Count hired us all to help show all of his wonderful guests around this weekend. <laughs> oh, how, how nice of him. I see. Um, yeah, I'm going to sense motive. That's a 13, because, you know, I'm very insightful. Well, you can tell she's definitely uncomfortable, but she's, she's wearing a clearly fake smile. But otherwise, it's kind of hard to read her motives. All right, Purple Finch. So you're here to help the Bettanese, as am I. Would you be willing to do me a favor? <laughs> Anything for you, pal! <laughs> I fill up one of my tankards with ale and give it to her and be like, please, have a drink. Uh, look, we're, we're really not supposed to eat or drink like where everybody can see us, but I appreciate it. Okay, well, I'm pretty big, so I think if you stand up behind me, <laughs> I just take a few sips. <laughs> Please, it's, I need to know that I'm on top of my, my game with the conjuring of the ale. <laughs> she, she sort of wiggles in behind you and just... <laughs> I think we all just form a yeah. bit of a fence <laughs> yeah. around Kairok. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good very good I mean thanks thank you for tasting it for me that was very kind of you and if that takes the edge off that would be lovely that sure takes the edge off <laughs> Purple Finch I believe we will all be attending the joust would you be able to go and hold six seats for us five seats I'd for be, us I'd be happy to would any of you like to sign up for oh, the joust? Uh, I wouldn't mind. I'll do it. No, I'll do thank it. you. Oh, I, I, I definitely oh. want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I got minus five tries. <laughs> <in the middle>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the purple finch takes you know your basic information and and you know go gets or gets uh, Ogden oh, signed I, up I, for the joust. Can I use my own horse? Oh, of course. I mean, we have loners sure, if you need them, but. No, no, no. Gerda, Gerda's good. <laughs> well, I'll go get your seats ready. <laughs> Thanks, and have a great time. Thank you. Is a loner horse like a loner car you get for a dealership where it's got like a mismatched front fender? <laughs> or... It's only got right. three legs. Yes. <laughs> Aw, poor loner horses. <laughs> it's got a flat horseshoe. You got the words <laughs> house pony stenciled on the side of it, Cricket. Oh, <laughs> so she's intense. Yeah, we we all were worried about being stabbed again, right? I assume. Yeah, some of us more than others, I think. Uh, Carol's not too concerned, but uh... I was worried Lily was stabbed. <laughs> oh, <of course>. Yeah, <laughs> no, I would never. I'm more worried about having the count's spies standing next to us this whole time. Boy, if she was a spy, she was really good at pretending to be kind of incompetent. Well, she's not, not incompetent, just super wound up. To be fair, the previous, the, the previous one was very good at pretending to not be a sociopathic murderer. <laughs> mm. Yes, but mm. we didn't suspect clowns at the time. Now we've learned. This is the clowns are dangerous adventure path. <laughs> That's just life. <laughs> life is the clowns are dangerous adventure path. 
Hmm. Karak, have you ever considered becoming a jester? I have literally uh. never thought of that. Hmm. You seem to be quite apt at murder. Oh, uh, I was trying to make the connection between what Karak just said and any <laughs> desire to be a clown. But yes, because they are killers. Because because all clowns are murderers? That's racist. Plus, yeah, Karak. Karak's not a murderer. You're thinking Lily again. <laughs> what? Oh. what? Why am I being targeted by this libel? Because the last time we met a clown, not only did you kill it, but it was right after I lulled her into a sense of security. Not a false sense of security. I sincerely wanted to talk to her. She tried to murder us. She tried to murder the Lady Lothheed. People yeah. do that all the time. That's why I wanted to talk to her. Karak tries yes. to get out of situations with talking in ale first. We would have to have you shoot half of the Taldor populace if we were to do so to everyone who tries to murder us. Yes, but that opportunity presented itself, and we'd have been fools to let it waste. <laughs> Are we ready to go joust? <laughs> well, the joust isn't for another half an hour. Luncheon is still being served, so you get two more social rounds oh, to wander around and try and make impressions on people. Xavier, mm-hmm. it's, it's very clear that we need to redo Lily's costume. It must now be clown-based. <laughs> Oh, no. Why? Why? Was, why do you want more clowns? What is this? <laughs> why do we need a clown in this group? Lily like a clown. She'll try to kill the rest of you. Again. She'll kill oh, herself. I was going to say, kill herself. That's awful. I would become too powerful. <laughs> you know, like when a bird looks in the mirror and tries to attack itself? Like, Lily would just walk by a mirror and be like, clown! And then try to stab it. And... I, I appreciate that we come keep coming back what? around to Lily basically being a conure. Mm-hmm. Lies and slander. Okay, excellent. Right, so we, uh, we we do the the mingle and, and and the hand kissing again. Yes. So we're gonna keep the same social initiative we had from last time. So uh, Lily, what are you doing this round? Wandering about, meeting people. You want to learn about people? Do you want to try and influence somebody? Well, last turn I was kind of pushed off with Safina. What's her name? Oh, yeah, Sepsina. Yeah, and that and that didn't really work out too well. So I'm kind of disheartened. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go hang out with, with with Uncle Uncle Glanville. Oh. So. So am I allowed to hold my turn until after you know Glanville goes and tells me to do something? Sure. Just tell me when you want to jump in. Okay, I'll jump in after Glenville. All right, Glenville. Readying a social action. Uh, I'm going to go reminisce about our desperate survival through uh, the the Senate thing with uh, Baron O'Kara, All right. and if possible, <laughs> flirt with Baron O'Kara. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. I feel like that's going to be almost everyone's <laughs> yeah. desire. I intend to diplomacy, <laughs> Baron O'Kara. <laughs> that's a euphemism. Learn if he has pretty Give me eyes. a diplomacy yes, Indeed. <laughs> oh, okay. You must have been quite dashing during your heroics at the, 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 the terrible <laughs> incident of the Senate. Give me a, give me a diplomacy check. And we'll see how that turns out. But I'll give you a plus two bonus because you're, a, you're an honorable, honorable sort. Right. Ooh. Oh, and that 20. Uh, that nice. makes it a 33. Wow. Uh, you 
compliment his eyes, he just no. gives them to you. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. Why do you always make it gross? Okay. Uh, always. Well. Always. 99 times out of 100. Yeah. So, Nicholas blushes furiously and um, sort of, you know, turns his head a bit. Uh, well, I... <coughs> I hadn't... <laughs> well, I... Uh, thank you. It's, uh... Uh... You know, I, I hadn't really thought about it that much lately, but I, I, uh, you know, it's really just made me kind of appreciate the things in life that don't try to kill me, I suppose. I mean, I've, I've been focused so much on, on running my barony and, and trying to keep my daughter out of trouble, and she's just had so many problems since, since her father died, and, <sighs> mm, yes, and, and as one of the things that haven't tried to kill you lately, it is good to be appreciated. So, tell me, what, what is this with your daughter? Oh, she's a teenager. She's going through, well, going through that phase where she just, she doesn't want to grow up to be a knight like her father, and I, I just don't know how to relate to her like, like she needs, I suppose. It was, it was easily, or it was easier when Jasper was still here, and we could divide running the running the barony and and being a father. And now I'm, I feel like I'm a very good administrator, but a very mediocre parent. I I can understand that indeed. I am under a terrible amount of uh, stress and worry that I do right by. My, my, my niece Lily here, and since he's come to join us, yes. Uh, perhaps the two, perhaps Lily and your daughter might be acquainted. They might do each other good to have someone near their own age about. Oh, I. Well, I do worry. She's, I mean, she's a smart girl. She's she's maybe too smart for me, but Lily seems spirited. Uh, and I'm afraid also much too smart for her uncle to keep tabs on her. Oh, Uncle Glanville, you kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you're certainly always welcome to visit. I, I would love to get to know new neighbors. Can the rest of the adventure just be this? <laughs> I plan on doing so very soon. Very soon indeed. Uh, all right. <laughs> Lily, what would you... Alright, Uncle Glanville, I have an idea. Mm. I'm going to grab the nearest thing, the nearest uh, glass of wine, just straight out of somebody's hand if I have to, <laughs> and just take take mm -hmm. a big hearty swig. Okay. I'm in this for the long game now. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna pull my hand over my face like I'm putting on, you know, like that 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 self psyche mask. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna march over to Lord Titus Lothied. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh gosh! Uh. So. Well, well, if it isn't the new queen of the swamps, what can I do for you, baby? Well, I hear them say that you're a big important man around here. Well, you hear right. Uh, I'm big and important, both where it counts. Oh really? Tell me more. Well, you know I'm I'm a big darn hero of the uh, of the Exaltation Massacre. I I nearly saved the Emperor himself before I was 
brutally stabbed in the back, of course, by seven men. Well, my cousin has been kind enough to lend me his home while I've recuperated, and uh, it's been quite the time. I feel like I've contributed a lot. I've been whipping his guard into shape and uh, bringing a touch of Opara class to this, this backwater town. Wow, forgive me a moment while I swoon. Have you had anything to eat yet? <laughs> well, I've been helping myself to the jellied calves' feet, but a man of action like myself takes most of his sustenance from healthy beer. I haven't had the jellies calf the jellied calves' feet yet. Perhaps you'd show them to me. <laughs> of course. I knew you'd come around. I'm just gonna lay I'm just gonna slather the charm on there. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, he, he shows you over to the little, like, buffet where lunch is set out. There's fruits and the jellied calves' feet and fresh, fresh sweet rolls and wine and I, coffee I, and tea. I, I just, I lean on his every word. Just gonna placate this. So where are we going with this? <laughs> um. <laughs> to the bedroom. No. I just, I want to make him infatuated with Huh. You know what? Given your predilections, I'm gonna say that's a bluff check. Okay. Uh, I have charming as a character trait, so if he is attracted to women, I get plus one on this. Well, you can add your plus one to this. Okay, I'm gonna burn a point of inspiration too. <laughs> okay. That's like Lauren's catchphrase. Alright, uh, 22. Oh, 23 with the plus one. <laughs> oh, well, I wasn't sure about the 22, but with 23. Yeah. Hang on. Let me make a quick note of this because this is going to have to come back and bite you on the butt. Oh, I'm sure. Hopefully not literally. No. <laughs> but when it comes full circle and the bite comes back to him, it will be a bite with toxin. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, Karak... Um, Xavier knows that if anyone gets handsy, Karak will always be there to help, and I hope Lily knows that the same thing goes for her. <laughs> if anyone gets handsy with Lily, you just come get your big brother Karak, and he'll take care of I it. I trust this party. Whichever one of you is closest, I'm sure, would be there to take care of it. Alright, well, you, you have actually convinced Titus that you are completely into him, and he is... He is eating it up, he loves the attention, he likes having somebody there to hear all of his hilarious stories. He he loves that you notice how big his muscles are beneath his coat. Nice. <laughs> Did you even mention that, or is he just filling in blanks? <laughs> and now my tone completely changes. I am now playing hard to get. Well, it was very—it was very nice to meet you. I have to go catch up with um, um, let's go. With, oh, with Ogdrin over there. It was very nice to meet you. Oh, Ogdrin, and I'll run over to Ogdrin. All right. Uh, you've definitely left him a bit confused. Good. That's where I want him. <laughs> All right, Ogdrin. How do you want to socialize with people? Oh boy, now I kind of want to do something with this Lily and Titus thing. Uh, I just had a weird... Uh, I want to basically just sort of uh, take this opportunity to... If, uh, if Lily comes over, I'm just going to kind of stand there like a big old dwarf guard 
folding my arms and kind of I'm gonna glare at Titus from a distance as if to say, <laughs> you come anywhere near Lily, I'll break your neck. But not. <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna attempt an intimidate check on him. <laughs> I love this. This is so good. I don't like this guy. <laughs> You're not supposed to like I this know. guy. Well, it's working then. Um, <laughs> I'm a good game master. I got a I got a 24 for intimidate. So I'm just just quietly staring at him, daggers. <laughs> so. So yeah, there's there's this moment where he's momentarily taken aback, and then he's like, <laughs> "Wow, that was riveting audio for the podcast." <laughs> All right, that is that is riveting. He he's sort of taken aback for a second, and then he like straightens up and he like puffs out his chest and he like you know points at his eyes, points at you, like I'm watching you, man. And then I'll say, uh, 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 "Lord Titus, will I uh, will I see you on the Jalston Field?" Oh, you'll see me. You're gonna see the business end of my lance, little man. <laughs> that, yeah, there you go. That's my. That'll be my turn. I love that. Can't wait for this joust. <laughs> Uncle Glanville, did I do good? You, you did wonderful. Thank you, Xavier. <laughs> so I am gonna saunter past Dame Parthidia, give her a knowing wink, and. Uh, Get in, uh, get into Subsinia's space. Ah, okay. Uh, well, Subsinia's kind of leaning against the wall, like, eyes half-lidded. She's looking at a, a book of, uh, let's go with, uh, gruesome mass executions of the first 2,000 years of Talden history. That's a thick book. <laughs> mass, ex- mass executions of our country's history. Subsidia, we're going to do each other a favor. I am going to make it look like I'm flirting with you to satisfy your mother's need to pair you up with someone. You're going to look interested to, once again, get her off your back, and then we are both going to have a pretend pleasant conversation where nothing actually matters about what's being said. Let's just fill some space with some fake conversation for the illusion's sake. Eh. You seem tired. (laughs) Give me a sense motive check. Oh, okay. I rolled a 15, so this is going to be good. 24. Uh, Well, it's hard to notice in casual give-and-take conversation, but now that you're, you know, up close with her, like, the way she's behaving isn't just, you know, she's a disaffected teenager. There's something affecting her behavior. You'd think it might be some kind of magic affecting her behavior. That completely destroys my theory, but all right. Um, huh. I I believe I have detect magic, but I think that might be ghost at a party. It is a little ghost to cast spells at a party. But I mean, I could always try and get her into a private chamber. Because I can detect magic. You, um, you can also just you like oh wait, visit what's... her family after the party. <laughs> Yeah, all right, this doesn't have to be done right now. I have a, I have a little spellcraft. Can I try and figure out what exactly uh, is going on here? You can here? try. So, roll me some spellcraft. It's a 12. Uh, could be hormones. 
Magic hormones. Magical hormones? She could be on the magical hormones. Uh, you know, honestly, it's... It's not, like, any of the things you would immediately jump to. She's clearly not charmed. Uh, you don't know the things I was immediately jumping to, Crystal. <laughs> Alright, well, it's not the immediate obvious things you would you would be trained to check for in enchantment magic. Like, she, she is not demonstrably charmed or, like hasn't been hit with a suggestion. My going theory is that this is some kind of magic Red Bull. <laughs> magic Red Bull? Ah. Yeah, that she is actually tired and she's taken something to counteract it and now this is the low Ah, uh, you're not... I mean, it's a 12? You don't think it's anything like that? Yeah. Alright, then I'm just gonna go with my going theory and see how this plays out. Uh, have you heard? There's a vigilante about town. Uh, I only bring this up because you seem exhausted, and I'm just thinking, if I were a vigilante and I went out at night fighting crime and then tried to socialize, I would probably be as exhausted as you appear right now. Uh, anyway, this is probably apropos of nothing. I just... What was the name of that vigilante? The Blackbird? <laughs> and I watch for a reaction. Uh, mm -hmm. Give me a sense moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Much better than my spellcraft. Uh, 23. Uh you you don't see any major reaction from her. She seems tired and disaffected. I was really happy with this predicted twist. All right. Then I continue to have an engaging looking conversation for the benefit of <laughs> Parthenia. Uh, Parthenia? Sepsinia. Sepsin no, Sepsinia is the one I'm actually talking to, but I'm Parthina? trying to impress her mom. Parthena. Parthena. Like Athena, but only part. <laughs> That's actually... Like I will now remember this. And the Parthenon. Parthena. Yeah, it's all the warrior part, none of the wisdom. Um, can I make a bluff check then to try and Go impress Parthena? Oh, ho. So, impressive roll with an impressive bonus. That is a 30. Dang. Uh, Have I convinced her that I'm trying to pick up her daughter? She's like, when can I schedule the wedding? <laughs> oh, how's even children? Hmm. Hmm. They'll be adorable, but they'll be toilet training until I die. <laughs> uh, she, she definitely takes note of you flirting with her, uh, with her daughter, and seems like very pleased with herself for having arranged the introduction. And so, there we go. Uh, Karok. Yes, Karok would like to go talk to. I can't read the name from over here. Uh, would, oh, <laughs> on, sorry. I just, Ryan. <laughs> I was trying to help, yeah. but I didn't. Ryan, stop not helping! I, <laughs> I think oh, Karok boy. might want to approach um, Adela. Voynum. Oh, uh, Her Grace, Baroness Legate Adela Voynum. Yes. Um, you know, if she doesn't look like she's uh, deeply engaged with someone uh, it else. It looks like most everyone is annoying her, and she gives the stink eye to the few people who give, who, who look at her funny. Is she eating something, drinking uh, something? She's got a glass of white wine with her. She takes a sip off of it every now and then. Mostly is just kind of scowling over the crowd like she's judging them quietly. Does it look like she needs a new glass of white wine? Uh, she's getting low. 
right, I'll go swipe one and bring it over and be like, here, my lady, uh, can I take the uh, almost empty one from you? Uh, certainly. Thank you. <gasps> Mr. Thank you. Uh, Karak. Mr. Senna, thank you very much. I don't recognize you. Are you here for the Jubilee? We're, I'm with the, uh, the Bettany's, yes. and uh, we just arrived here today, and we're guests, and uh, we're looking forward to the joust and everything else. And well. Yeah, I'm just trying to get my bearings around here yes. tonight. Well, welcome. I think you'll find your new lands challenging. <laughs> oh, well, like I said, I'm just here to support the Bettany's. That's... Uh, it's going to be their their undertaking. I'm just here to help in any way I can. Oh, good man, good man. Thank you. Give her a give her a, as charming a smile as I can possibly summon. She seems to scowl a little diplomacy. bit at you with the, when you smile at her. A thirty-one diplomacy, Ooh. though. <laughs> uh, wow. Huh. She's. You guys are just primed for this. <laughs> and you know if I. I, I'm pretty big, right? So if I can crowd out some of the annoying people around her, like... <laughs> she she doesn't seem to like the big fake smile, but she... she hey, it's not of, fake. She sees something <laughs> in you she seems to like, and she gives you... She breaks the scowl a little bit. <laughs> it's the alcoholism. <laughs> you, do you remember, you know, a few episodes back where we were stumbling and dying repeatedly through the dungeon... This is the reason we're doing that because we did not build combat characters. No, we did not. <laughs> That's right. The, the dungeon crawl may have been a little long, given that you know. <laughs> oh, well. live and learn. All right, so um, I'm going to take her uh, not complete loathing of me as uh, a plus. She, you do seem to be the only and, person uh, in the room she doesn't loathe. And if there's anyone she that approaches her that particularly like seems to irritate her, I have no problem giving them the intimidating glare and the crowding out to keep, get her some space. Uh, I'll give you a free sense motive check to kind of get a feel for her. That's a four. <laughs> I have a plus three, oh, and that's no. a four. <laughs> well, uh... She might have she might have back pain. <laughs> All right, well I'll just stick close and whatever she needs. Give me a four. That's what I got to work with. I'll, yeah, I, I that's fair. I I have I fully expected to not know anything, so it's fine. It's never an inappropriate time for a back roll. <laughs> oh no, unless expressly asked, Karak is not going to. Yes, do yes. That. Do not give back rubs without permission. I feel like this is. No, consent is very important. If you take nothing else away from this podcast, (laughs) listeners, always ask permission before giving a back rub. Or touching in general. (laughs) All right. Well, we're coming around to the next round. Uh, Glenville, what would you like to do? Hmm. I think that (laughs) I want to... Yeah, we had such a good round. I know. Like, Where do we go from here? I mean, you can keep diplomatizing the same people, go over to other people, uh, mill around and just learn more about the area. Uh, the... 
You can spend some time exploring the palace grounds. I want to go explore the palace grounds. Right. Let's see if I can make note of anything of interest of the estate that we will be liberating. <laughs> um, go ahead and give me a perception check as you wander around and take in the architecture and, and artistry. That's a seven. <laughs> I'm going to say you get so wrapped up in the tapestries and the the frescoes painted on the walls that you just kind of start legitimately enjoying the splendor and architecture around you and sort of forget to take in the rest of the building. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's built in a Rococo style, so it's very plush and... Every surface is carved or painted to to be something artistic. Mm. So it would be a shame if somebody were to set up a fireball <laughs> in here. Isn't that usually the case at a party? <laughs> okay, yeah, that's legit. <laughs> so if there's two lessons people can learn from this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, as you're wandering around, you you chat up a another man who. It doesn't look local. He looks like he's from the Northern Territories. Like, yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous estate, isn't it? I'm only passing through myself, but uh, I can set up shop here. <laughs> Indeed, I could stare at this tapestry for hours. Ah, that's quality workmanship. Now I can get you one just like it if you're interested. I'll go ahead and take this man's information. It sounds like we might have to redecorate uh, our own estate. Of course, sir, of course. Earl Yander McConnus. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm on my way to Yanmas, but I uh, heard about the Jubilee. Thought I'd stop by. Very good, very good. I hope you enjoy the festivities. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, best jelly cab's feet I've had since leaving uh, the border. So, just a little freebie, like, introduction as you, you wander around. Uh, Lily. Excellent. So, remind me, uh, the, what station is the Bettany's in relation to Count Bartleby? Uh, much, much lower. Uh, the, the original Alice Bettany who died was a dame, so basically the, the equivalent of a lord. Okay, so... so as far as he's concerned, we're kind of his cronies. Yes, you were you were subservient. Yeah. Okay, I'd like to introduce myself. You know to that him. list I pasted into Discord for you, yeah. Lauren? It's the bottom one. <laughs> Under <Yes. n> <laughs> above night, though, right? No, no, equal to uh, night. This is what knights do. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'd like to go introduce myself to Count Lothied. Uh, Count Lothied is still doing introductions as people arrive. He's not going to be available this turn. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> is all the food isolated in one spot, or is it kind of like spread around? Uh, there's a table with a lot of it, and then there are servants sort of wandering around with platters of cheeses and, and baked goods and small meats, fruits. I want to hang out in the room on the opposite side of Lord Titus, and I want to just, you know... Look like I'm enjoying myself and get some snacks. And if he's if he's looking at me, I might wink at him and then pay no more mind. <laughs> All right. Um, 
do you want to do anything else? Uh, you you get an actual like social action this turn to try and like learn about people or influence people. Oh, I'm influencing someone. <laughs> no, I, I I can't think of anybody else to to ply upon. Uh, all right. So, uh, give me. I guess this is gonna be another bluff check. I can roll diplomacy if you want. Uh, for this exercise, no. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I'm gonna continue to burn inspiration on it because this guy is absolutely abysmal. I need some inspiration for him. Okay, let's see. It's a 19 on the die, so looks like 30. Oh, 33 because of my plus one. Oh boy. He is smitten. <laughs> he is smitten, kid. He has definitely taken notice of you. His uh, his friends that he's with have like elbowed him in the chest to get him to stop staring at you at least once. So he's he is definitely trying to pretend he completely doesn't care, but he is clearly starting to pay more attention to you. All according to plan. Somebody's plan. I hope they know yeah, what they're doing. <laughs> Crystal, since you brought up his friends, I've got a note that Titus's friend said, don't blow this, it's too good a deal, wait for him to say something stupid. Was that in reference to Titus or directed at Titus? Uh, that was directed to t- Titus. So they were telling Titus to wait, somebody else is going to say something I stupid? me. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I right. stepped on his foot earlier and uh, was really... Okay. Oh, yeah. You know... <laughs> Yeah, antagonizing him. I am loving Audrin so <laughs> much. <laughs> Speaking of which, Audrin! Um, is uh, the uh, uh, head of security, Sir Guzarn, uh, uh, is he available Gold. for this? Yeah, Gold Guzarn? Uh, no, he, okay. is, uh, he is attending to the Count. <gasps> okay, fair enough. Uh, I have his picture up, I just want to check. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll saunter over to the Baron and uh, ask him if he's going to be... Uh, uh, Baron, are you going to be uh, participating in the uh, this here joust? Uh, he's he's kind of engrossed with uh, uh, with Glenville, but he he's definitely like uh, yes, yes. I, I still do a bit of jousting sometimes. It's uh, uh, not quite the competitor I used to be, but are yeah, you are uh, you going to be participating on behalf of the Bettanies? Yeah, yeah. That's that's what uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. I, uh, I used to be a member of the uh, the Talden Cavalry. I, I, I heard of you, and uh, oh, you know you're you're a good man. Good man. Thank you for your service. Oh no, thank you. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, was just uh, heard, heard of your heard your name, and uh, I was excited to be me see uh, see you up on the field. <laughs> well, look forward to competing against you, sir. Oh yeah, yeah. May the may the best man win. Ah, or, indeed. Or woman, or whoever. <laughs> best person. Best person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just kind of, and I kind of want to like. Um, <laughs> talk shop with him a little bit about horses, maybe. Alright, uh... Do you have ride or profession soldier? I have ride. Or handle animal? Uh, do I have handle animal? No, actually don't. <laughs> but I do have ride. <laughs> uh, give me a ride check. He's right. He actually is totally into, like, knows a lot about horse care and, like, proper equipment and technique and... Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, uh, it's a little, maybe it's a little too much for me. I, I got a ten. <laughs> Uh, well, he's 
He's definitely, like, teaching you a lot you didn't know about, say, the history of the military saddle, and he's he's clearly very passionate about this, but you're just kind of nodding along, like, yeah, I have nothing to contribute in this case. Oh no, I'm an idiot. Okay. Xavier, <laughs> 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 right. what would you like to do this turn? I'm going to head on over to Parthena. All right. Because I have questions about Subsidia. Just to make sure she's unwed, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's a delightful girl, isn't it? I saw you two chatting. Yes, uh, it was a nice chat. I'm used to uh, more of a dialogue. This felt a little bit like a monologue. Uh, Subsidia says says a lot with very little. She's a real poet. She had an air about her, uh, or an aura... She looked like she was affected by magic. Is this something that you have any insight on? Uh, well, the, the crowd <laughs> women do shine, yes. Ah, uh, no, I meant literally. I believe some kind of magic potion or oh. a spell has been cast. Oh, no, goodness. No one in our family does magic. Sense motive. <laughs> 26. 26. She has... Odd thing to just yell at her. <laughs> she has no idea what you're talking about and seems... Vaguely offended? Ah, I was worried about that. It's like, would you, who would think I would cast spells on my own daughter? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I am asking you because I trust you as not someone who casts spells on your daughter. Well, no, no. I, no one, no one in our entire village, as far as I know, uses magic. It's a conservancy, dear, not a mage school. I don't understand that, but that's, isn't that suspicious? No one in your entire village casts magic? Well, the clerics come through now and then. Ah, but she's also been outside of your village. Could she... Did she? Did you see her interacting with a magic type since she arrived at the castle? Oh, no. She's, she's honestly always like this. Alright, well, I didn't mean to worry you. Possibly this is my own ego projecting onto her as to why maybe she wasn't uh, more enraptured with me. I, I will give you a bl- diplomacy check to try and smooth that over. Alright. Or perform if you think you can. <laughs> I will perform oratory, that's my <laughs> thing. Uh, 22. Uh, so that definitely, she's definitely feeling a lot more comfortable now. She was prickling up a little bit when you, you started talking about, you know, people casting magic on her daughter, but I mean, clearly she's just going through a phase. Yeah, teenagers. Always having magical auras. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you haven't detected magic. You don't know that she has a magic aura. You just think she's acting unnatural. Right. Uh, Karok. Karok is still gonna stick near Adela, try to be useful. Um... And, uh, oh yeah, uh, so, uh, my lady, are you going to be attending the joust? Hmm, indeed. I like a good show of horsemanship. I like to see people handle weapons competently. It's nice to know this nation isn't completely falling apart. Agreed, agreed. Um, my, our bodyguard is going to be participating, and, uh, I hear it's going to be a good, uh, good show. Hmm, should be exciting. You got the dwarf? Yes. Didn't know they rode much. They should be entertaining. He, he rides well. I'm uh, I'm very interested to see the outcome of this. Hmm. Um, if you'd like to accompany me. Uh, 
Hmm. Diplomacy. I will give you a free sense motive check to kind of pick up on like <laughs> oh, <her boy>. interests. <laughs> oh, that's a twenty-three. Nice, oh, nice. Oh. So yeah, I mean, you get the impression she's definitely also really knowledgeable about history, and she definitely seems like she's like ex-military. I, I will bring up um, that. Ogdrin was part of that thing that he was part of that I, I don't know because I personally don't know. The, the Talden horse? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that thing. He, so yes. he was good at that. If you've got knowledge history, you can use that to influence her too, or you no, can fall back on diplomacy. Uh, That's all I've got is my diplomacy, so I'm just going to go with that. I'm just going to try to stumble my way through a 31 again. Ooh. Uh, and you get a plus two because you you mentioned Ogdrin's military service and uh, you're providing her with booze. Yes, so 33. <laughs> I will provide her with all the booze she wants. I will be the, you know, steady arm if she needs to keep people away. Uh, that's, that's... So she's definitely loosening up around you a bit. Uh, she starts, Perfect. you know, talking a bit about her, like, back when she served with the uh, the army and, you know, where she was stationed and the things she's seen. So, yep. well, starting to open you know up what? about war stories. Catrock is more than happy to listen to that kind of thing because his mom was a huge, you know, warrior, tough warrior girl. So he's uh, he's suitably uh, impressed and admires this. All right. So yeah, uh, as as you're chatting, as you're all chatting with your respective partners, uh, you hear a gong sound throughout the entire hall, and Purple Finch comes like skipping up to you, looking mildly embarrassed, and like, Hey crew, we are all ready to get that joust started, so grab your drinks! <laughs> Will do. Will do. Come on, crew! And those of you who aren't interested in horses, we've got the trucko field set up right over here! Can I just see who's fielding over to the truckle field, just to see if there's anyone of note that I should be keeping an eye on? Uh, sure. Dame Crab is heading over there. Okay. I could use a break. <laughs> so yeah, Dame Crab, Loth or Subsidia kind of like mopes along after her. Lothied is definitely headed for the joust. Uh, Okara is participating in the joust. Titus seems to be participating in the joust. Baroness Voidum is going to the joust, and uh, Tribune Piscum is is headed for the joust. There's, uh, oh, the the Lucretia, the woman Litley met early on, who's studying to be a cleric, is going to play Trucco as well. I forgot about her. Oh yeah, I talked to her. I oh, and, did talk and to Earl her. Mercondus is is going to play some Trucco. Earl Mercondus is the one that Glanville just uh, met. Yes. I don't really know anything about him. I have to go to the joust. I have to watch this. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to go to the trucko field just so that one of us is represented there, just in case. Alright. But, Kara, I expect notes about this joust. It sounds amazing. <laughs> I think you have to understand the sacrifice I'm making. <laughs> yes, I will do it. I'm done. Good we, luck. We communicate this in winks and yeah. then sign on Y'all Y'all got something stuck in your eye? <laughs> God, I hope wink. not find a mirror <laughs> just polish up his armor and be like try to look at it yeah. <laughs> right. but if this was a 
sports movie. That's what the rich guy with too many horses would do. <laughs> well, we're flipping the genre on its head, Crystal. <laughs> what are you, the Mighty Ducks? <laughs> yes. Kind of. <laughs> All right, we have our superhero team name, guys. Oh, goodness. Oh, God, you're the animated Mighty Ducks? Hey. If we have to be. Oh, I like this. I like we that, can fight aliens. That this is great. Big duck. He was cool. <laughs> big gray one. I think we want to end the episode there and pick up with the joust next time on Adventurous! The adventure continues next week. No Direction Adventurous is a production of the No Direction Network, found at nodirectionpodcast.com. Adventurous plays on the Roll20 virtual tabletop and uses the War for the Crown Adventure Path Roll20 products provided by and available at roll20.net. Sirenscape provided our theme song and background music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. And thank you once again to our loyal patrons. If you would like to know more, check out patreon.com slash nodirection.